0: The tiger, known as the king of the beasts in China, is often regarded as a sacred animal that symbolizes divine protection, courage, and strength. It is adored by many Chinese people and has featured heavily in Chinese culture. In Northeast China's Liaoning province, there's an artist who specializes in drawing this fierce king of the beasts. His name is Feng Da Zhong, who has created hundreds of paintings about tigers using diverse techniques and innovative brushstrokes.
1: I've been drawing tigers for nearly six decades. In my paintings, I humanize the tiger and endow it with joys and sorrows.
0: In this edition of Footprints, we tell the story of this master painter of the tiger. Stay tuned. Peng Jung's tigers are human-like, mighty yet benevolent, courageous yet gentle. The tigers from his brushes also take on cultural meaning. His artworks have given the tiger a new image. Many people have come to know his paintings through stamps. He designed the stamp collections issued by China Post for 2022, the year of the tiger, according to the Chinese zodiac calendar. The stamps incorporate cultural concepts to send New Year's blessings to Chinese people. In
1: one of the tiger paintings for the zodiac stamps, I depicted a confident, brave, and ambitious tiger, which is about to go up a mountain. This painting symbolizes our blessings for the nation's prosperity. In another of my tiger-themed paintings for the stamps, I intended to create a scene of family happiness, In the painting, there is a mother tiger taking care of her two cubs,
0: auspicious signs for a thriving and harmonious family. The idea of drawing tigers can be traced back to Feng Da Zhong's childhood. Born in 1949 in Liaoning province, he was fond of drawing as a child. His art teacher at primary school, Li Xiao Ru, was adept at drawing tigers and influenced him a lot. And through his teacher, Fung found his lifelong
1: goal. I thought at that time that I would just paint instead of fooling around after finishing my homework in my spare time. It's as early as that time that I made up my mind to take up painting as my future profession.
0: In the beginning, Fung didn't know anything about basic techniques or composition, and he just imitated the works of others. In 1960, when he was 11 years old, Feng completed a painting about a tiger and presented it to his teacher Li Xiaoru. His teacher told him that his paintings weren't worth the paper they were painted on. After this stinging criticism, Feng realized that he lacked the fundamentals and skills needed to be a professional painter. Many people's learning paths start with imitation, but the danger with that is that it's easy to get lost in the experience of others. Feng, however, was different. In the following years, he kept honing his painting skills in his spare time while trying to create his own style. Whenever he had a moment, he would lock himself in the room to practice the basics or go into the mountains and forests across China to make sketches.
1: Many people think painting is romantic. But for us painters, it is like conquering a series of mountaintops. We must gain as much experience as possible, and we must be persistent
0: in our endeavors. The process is very tough. Through relentless efforts, Feng significantly improved his painting skills and gained as much experience as he could in depicting nature. Then came a turning point for Feng, and years of hard work paid off. During the 6th National Exhibition on Fine Arts in 1984 more than 3,700 works were displayed in 15 categories. The painting Awakening, created by Feng Da-Jung and Song Yu Gui, together with another two paintings were awarded silver medals. The silver medal was the top prize for the category of mountain and water paintings at the exhibition. In the Awakening Painting. Feng and Song used a drawing technique that created a scene of mountains, trees, grass, and brooks, evoking the ice thawing and cracking in spring. It took nearly a month for the two artists to complete the painting. We didn't draw magnificent
1: rivers. Instead, we chose to draw the brooks in our hometown in northeast China In spring, we drew the tender shoots of the willow trees. The snow in the mountains began to melt like just having awakened from sleep. This awakening of nature was in line with the social atmosphere of the 1980s.
0: So we named our work Awakening. Many Chinese writers and artists compare 1980s China with the coming of spring as the country entered a new age of economic development and opening up to the outside world. Feng's work Awakening became part of the permanent collection of the National Art Museum of China. The painting saw Feng Jong rise to fame in China's art scene. But he didn't let it go to his head. In the late 1980s, Feng Jong returned to his first love of painting tigers. Since then, he has focused his efforts on sketching the Siberian tigers living in the Changbai Mountains in northeast China. As Feng learned from zookeepers that the tigers are at their sharpest mental state during the morning, he would wake up early and ride his bike to sketch the tigers in the local zoo. It became part of his daily routine for many years. In 1985, Feng Dajong created an elaborate style painting of tigers entitled First Snow, featuring two tigers wandering over a snow-covered mountain. The elaborate style or meticulous painting is called Gungbi in Chinese. The painting style adopts careful and realistic techniques that incorporate the most intricate detail and vivid color to describe narrative scenes. The First Snow painting by Feng won the second prize at a major national competition for emerging young artists. Three years later, another of his paintings called Early Spring, which features two tigers drinking at a just melted stream, won the gold medal at the first China Contemporary Elaborate Style Paintings Exhibition. In 2000 Feng Da Zhong created another famous painting called Wind and Moon at Dawn. It captures a scene in which a new moon is hanging high in the sky. A lone tiger is drinking from a brook while being bathed in the gentle moonlight. Through the painting, the artist is aiming to represent a state of tranquillity in the wild, where the tiger leads a carefree life. Since the 1990s, many painters and art students have copied and referenced Fung's tiger paintings. Some of his works were even included in calendars and became immensely popular. After turning 40, Fung paid more attention to exploring the different aspects of the animal apart from showing its fierce and powerful side. The search and exploration of ancient works combined with his own sketching experience has created a unique artistic style and hundreds of marvelous paintings about the tiger. Fung is now in his 70s having overcome many failures and hardships in his artistic life The painter feels ready to forge ahead to the still uncharted and treacherous waters in the world of art with his signature perseverance and humbleness. I've been drawing
1: tigers for nearly six decades. In my paintings, I humanize the tiger and endow it with joys and sorrows. I draw inspiration from the real tigers living in the forests of northeast China. From past to present, masterpieces are works of time and experience. I, as a painter, will strive to create new masterpieces for the future.
0: With that, we conclude this edition of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary people in China, follow us on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Just key in Footprints and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.